It's time to take a K-drama coffee break with the K-3. It wasn't that long ago, was it? But it feels like it's from another it era. Doesn't it? I know. It's from 2007. That is another era. I think so. That's a whole different era. Yeah. K3. I'm Jen. I'm Marisa. And you, you're part of the K3. Yes. And we just kind of wanted to check in real quick because we kind of went MIA about two weeks ago. And that had to do with the uh, ongoing double strike in Hollywood. Uh, so in case you don't know, both the Writers Guild and uh, SAG, AFTRA, have both gone on strike. And so I'm a member of SAG. And so unfortunately, due to that fact, we can't talk about any of the struck companies. Right. So a struck company means some of the streaming sites and st- the studios, mm-hmm. not all the streaming sites, no. but studios um, like Disney, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Uh, these are considered <laughs> these are struck companies. And yeah. this is who sag after and the WGA are negotiating with the AMPTP. Yeah, it's, it's, it might be confusing to you outside of Hollywood, and we're seeing confusion, so much confusion. in you know on social media. And we have a lot of people who want to support the K three and support Jen because she is on strike, Thank which means she's much. not working. <laughs> um, yes, but we also want to try to clear a couple things up. Exactly, and so yeah. that's why we're coming here today. If you're listening, if you're watching, we want to say thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for continuing to support us and our channel. Um, but yeah, just the the concept is basically this: the truck companies are not paying anybody. Yes, like they're making a bajillion, a bajillion dollars, and it's not filtering down. Mm-hmm. And so that is what everyone is striking for. Essentially, the biggest thing is um, probably residuals. I would say is Mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. People are working on shows that are on Netflix that are considered the number one shows like Orange is the New Black, which kind of launched Netflix. Mm -hmm. And those actors are only making like pennies on the dollar. Like, right. While the network rakes in millions of dollars through subscribers. So we're hearing things like let's boycott. But that the the unions are not asking anyone to boycott. They have not called for that yet. And once they do, we will blast it out to all of our peoples Mm -hmm. and everybody out there on Instagram and Twitter and over on YouTube. Right. And if you are on social media, it doesn't mean that you can't talk about shows on Netflix or Disney or Amazon Prime. Um, But Jen is a member of SAG-AFTRA. And if you ever intend to be a member of SAG-AFTRA, then you should not create content promoting these products. Correct. Right? Yes. But if you're, you just have a fan site, then you're free to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Exactly. And it's starting to get a little gray because when it first came out, it was like an absolute no-go. Like if it was on a struck streaming site, mm-hmm. you we couldn't you couldn't even put a post about it. Like not even as a fan if mm-hmm. I was in SAG. Because then it's like promoting that. Right. We're now starting to hear some people have sent emails over to SAG to get some information. So thank you for getting us this information as well. That some of the shows, because they are Korean content and not... They are. They don't fall under the same jurisdictions as SAG and WGA. Mm-hmm. They're considered cleared shows. So I've we've sent in an email to see where we fall in that because mm-hmm. because I am a member, it's really murky, right? Because while I may not be wor- currently working under a SAG contract with what I do, and you all know that I work in a location department, I'm a teamster. <laughs> um, but I also am a SAG member, and hopefully one day 
want to continue to work under that. So I don't want to jeopardize my membership. So that's kind of why it's really murky right now for me. And unfortunately for all of the K through because of their association with me. But there are ways to support us. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow and subscribe, you know, interact with us like our posts on social media. Um, We also, you can talk to us on our community tab Mm -hmm. in YouTube. And also we have a Ko-fi link um, and so you can support our channel's content there. You get a, our, our K-Drama calendar with that, Kofi, uh, or you can just buy us a straight up uh, coffee and you get a link to the calendar for the month mm-hmm. and you can see what's all coming up and you can sort through it. And so that's staying current. So we're doing everything we can to stay as current as possible. Mm-hmm. But as you all know, 95% of the shows that we all want to watch are all on Struck Companies. Yes. Isn't that a change? So, yeah, that leaves us where we are now right. for many reasons. It's almost like it's almost like the drama fever uh, disaster. Oh, what my, was that? 2016. Yeah. Like all of a sudden everything's gone. That's yes. how it feels. It does. And it it's does. so hard because there's so many shows that we mm-hmm. want to talk about yeah. and share with you mm-hmm. and do that. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. we cannot. Right. So with that being said. Yes. We are going to share with you where you can watch and what you can watch on Vicky and Kokoa of our favorite actors and performers. So we picked just a couple of um, our top favorites. Mm -hmm. And these are dramas that we have all watched. Yes. Some multiple times. Multiple. Right, Jen? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we've got some recommendations for you because it's summer. Maybe you've got a little more time. Maybe you want to binge some, some shows. So these are all on Cocoa and Vicky. Let's just get started with one with uh, basically Gong Yu, who had a huge announcement that came out of him joining a uh, get, doing another drama. He hasn't been in a drama in a while, but it was on a struck company. So we can't talk about it. So we're like, what can we talk about Gong Yu? Gong Yu. So, yeah. So pr- get ready yeah. for, for his new show. Um <laughs> You know, for as much as he works, there's really only a couple of projects that Mm -hmm. I would say get mentioned a lot. And it's because they're like the cream of the crop. They really are. Yeah. We've got the film Train to Busan, which is on, actually it's on YouTube here and Vicky. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen it, where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, it took me forever to watch it, but I did finally watch it. All right. I'll give you that. (laughs) All right. Because it it flipped the zombie genre on its head. And zombies zombies aren't for everybody. Uh Uh-uh. And I will say, I think they, st- I think that one started the craze of Korean zombies being crazy fast. Yes. Like all of our zombies here in the States, so slow. So slow. So slow. But this film is great because it's got some really big stars in it. Yeah. Madon Suk and Che Wushik. Mm-hmm. And then also, who else is in this? Oh, Jung Yumi. Yes. Yeah. Who we've seen in like a v- whole bunch of stuff that we can't talk about. But yeah. She's She's fantastic. Yes. So, so Train to Busan, if you're in the mood for horror, if you're in the mood for a film. If you're in the mood for Gong Yu. Yes. I mean, there's always that. There's always that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, another recommendation is a throwback. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, was it? But Coffee Prince feels like it's from another it era. Doesn't it? I know. It's from 2007. That is another era. I think so. That's a whole different era. Yeah. This is pre-military for him. Uh-huh. And it, it, it he became a huge star off of this. And the, <laughs> the cast, is again, stacked. Stacked. it really is. His co-star is Yoon Eun-hae, mm-hmm. um, who has probably, um, she also did Princess Hours, but lately has mostly been doing reality shows. And then also Lee Sun-kyun. 
Parasite. Mm-hmm. Che Jung-an. I love her. And then we have the boys working in the coffee shop. They were delightful. They were delightful. They were the best. Kim Dong-uk, Kim Jae-uk, and Eon, who unfortunately passed away in a motorcycle yeah. accident yeah. Uh, a few months after, I think, the show. Right. Oh, that's ended. right. Yeah, yeah. was that? But yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic, and it's got a really different flavor. Like, K-dramas are really different now. Yes. And this one, so 2007, there's a bit of a, it's very Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She's disguised as a boy. Mm-hmm. The pacing is really different, but mm-hmm. it's, but it, it holds up, I think. Okay. I haven't yeah. watched it in a really long time, not uh-huh. since I first watched it. So I haven't really yeah. dove into it. Though, interestingly, I did watch Idonguk's mm-hmm. I Want to Talk mm-hmm. with Gong Yu. Oh. Which is two episodes. It's also on Vicky. Talk show. Talk show. Interesting concept, talk show wise, because it was really very, very different from from Western talk shows, very mm-hmm. different. But what's interesting is that you kind of get deeper into it. They start talking about his career and he talks about Coffee Prince and how Coffee Prince was kind of, he was kind of questioning his being an actor and whether he's, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was yeah. about to go in the military and he's having basically an existential crisis as all actors do, especially at that age, and took Coffee Prince and it changed the trajectory. And so it's a really, it's a, if you, if you can fast forward through a lot of it, but there's a lot of really interesting stuff in that talk show. That's an interesting concept to watch it knowing, yeah. knowing what a huge star he is yeah. now. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so good, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. And then our, our final <laughs> Gong Yu recommendation is Goblin. Goblin, you have to. I I loved it when I watched it the first time. Uh, it was beautiful. It was epic. Half of it was in Canada, and I was like, "What? What are they doing in Quebec City?" That was that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautifully shot. I was one of the few that was not the hugest fan <laughs> overall of the main love line. Mm-hmm. I thought the you. Know, the usual complaints, but I did love Idonguk and uh, Yuna. Oh, I loved, they were my, they, I, my, the second couple really was everything for me. So their romance, she had, was such a quirky character, like oh, her, nice. just like her snack eating, popping mm-hmm. popcorn, rice, crunchy things. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she doesn't eat. She's like, she's tiny, 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 tiny. right? Yeah. But um, didn't she? Oh, she ran the chicken shop. She did. Yes. I loved her. I loved him. I loved their backstory. Like they had the reincarnation. Combined, the reincarnation. Of course I loved it. It was reincarnation, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like uh, that was for me a heftier story, mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. than the goblin looking for his bride and mm-hmm. with it. Anyway, there. I mean, there. I think there was a lot to offer for everybody. There there was so much going on in that drama because Yuk Sung Jae was also yeah. in it. And then we had, we had El El in oh. her in her. I think it was a red suit of power as as yes. the, as uh, Shin. Amazing! Oh, she was amazing. Hold on, hold on. Hold and on. then I think Jung uh, Jung Hae In was uh, the baseball player, wasn't he? Jung Hae In was the baseball player. That's right. And also Kim In Jae. Oh my God! Was the right. king, was the young king, and who was his princess? Kim So Hyun. Oh, they looked beautiful. I mean, that was the first time I saw Kim Min right. Jae. I was like, who is this young man? Right. My goodness. My goodness. Exactly. Yes. He has got, he's always had such a stage presence to me. Like uh, he just shows up and you're like, yes, he's what's like happening? Too good looking. Yeah. 
This show was ridiculous, actually. It really was. Uh, I mean, I think that's what it, like, the show was so good. I would love to go back and watch it. And this, oh my God, I'm going to get so much hate for saying this. And I love Gong Yu. Listen, him in some movies that I don't know if they're, we can talk about, but like, if you get a chance, man and woman, good Lord. <laughs> like the man is just a power and a presence, right? Mm-hmm. But something about Goblin, he would go from being like this powerful, all powerful Goblin God to like a four-year-old boy. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't make the two meld together <laughs> as a character. And so it never, his character never really gelled for me. Like uh, I loved mm-hmm. him as the Goblin, mm-hmm. but like his like freaky little boy just, didn't it didn't work for me i think i loved just the the fantasy of it all and the you know the reincarnation and the tea house oh my god i love that tea house so much yes love the tea house yes and then the view just outside the window of of our wall our wall There was some amazing stuff in that drama. Yeah. I will say that across the board. It was yeah. so, it was, it was very, very good. There's a lot to recommend there. Yes. Let's talk about Kim Go-un. Yeah. Let's. Yes. Because uh, Kim Go-un, Goblin was her second K-drama. She oh, had God. only done, she's in the trap. She had done a number of films and she was already like a, just a young rising star in the film world. So when she did She's in the Trap, it was a really big deal. Um, you can find that on Vicky and also on Tubi, but I wouldn't recommend She's in the Trap. It was it 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 really devolved. I was just I heard that after like the halfway turn, like it just became a completely different story. Yeah, and you know when you're taking when your source material is a beloved um, manhwa, and then you change it so much that I know the PD got so she was just you know raked through the coals for it. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, and this is going a little bit off topic, but I believe that the, that PD went and then made a movie with the one lead whose name is, is escaping me right now. Uh-huh. Hake Jin. Yeah. So that basically he could have the story that she promised him in the drama. Oh, my gosh. It Which, was... And that movie didn't do well either. No, it didn't. There's like so much drama around this, about, around this story. That's right. Yeah. But... The Kim Go-un dramas that we were obsessed with on Vicky. Yumi Cells. One and two. Where is three? Where is it? Marisa, I've been watching a lot of stuff with An Young because of a show we can't talk about. Mm-hmm. And they keep showing clips from Yumi Cells. <laughs> I'm still heartbroken over the fact that Ung was not Endgame. Right. Do you remember how upset we were? Yes. Do you remember we were just like, this can't be happening? Like, what is this show? We were so invested in this relationship so working. So invested in working. That's too real when the right? person you are convinced is the love of your life turns <gasps> out not to be. I loved, uh, I loved Ung so much. Even I couldn't even watch most of Yumi Cells 2 because I just could not get on the Bobby train. <laughs> you, <at> Bobby. <laughs> you Bobby train. I just could not do it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but Kim Go-un's Yumi is one of my favorite characters in all of K-drama. She, she, she was such this amazing mix of like together and a hot mess. Oh my God. Right. And lovely and spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she and her, her cells. Oh her, my God. Oh her my- cells were so adorable. And if you guys ever get a chance, 
there's a behind the scenes of her, the the voice actors that voiced the cells. We've linked to it before. I'll see if I can find it and throw it in the links below. Because I remember when we started watching it, you're like, mm, I'm not sure right. about this show. <laughs> I'm not sure about this idea of animation. Maybe it's too much, you know, is it too childlike? Like, and I then it's going to be way too tweak. Yeah. It was the best. This gets me all the time where I'm like, this is going to be dumb. And then I end up loving it. Like it's like, I, <laughs> so you guys all know, you guys know that about me. At least I admit it. But that's low expectations, right? That's the secret so, to happiness. Oh <laughs> Always. I'm like, this is going to be dumb. I love it so much. See, it's perfect. Her cells were fantastic. I still think Ung's cells in one are the best. Oh my gosh. His little, his little, what is the one, the, the, the Chona where he's like, poof. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, I love them. I loved all the cells. But yeah, Yumi and Ung, I seriously just needed them to make it work. You know, and this is the thing. A lot of dramas, a lot of dramas based on webtoons completely changed the ending. I would totally take a season three where they totally changed the ending and have her end up with them. Yes, there has just been no, no rumors, no, None. no, no whispers at all about season three. And it's kind of killing us. Right? Not exactly the same, but there is a new drama out with An Bo Hyun and Park Ji Yoon, who played his best friend in Yumi Cells, that was jealous of Yumi. And they are playing a couple together. It's going to be an SBS drama. And he's a Chaebol detective, as (laughs) one is. And she, I think, is just a detective. Uh, Okay. And anyway, they're both they're both detectives. That's hilarious. I can't wait. All right. I cannot wait. Thank you. SBS. So that's that's kind of I'm taking that as my not my Yumi Cells three, but maybe like a you know a spinoff. Yes, then <laughs> the universe, right? Exactly. Yumi's universe. Exactly. Yumi's universe. Instead of them going on to becoming great animators, they decided to become detectives. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay, I'll take it. All right. And now for some quick K3 K-Drama Coffee Break business. That's right. We love sharing our K-Drama thoughts with you, our community of K-Drama lovers. And we have a few ways that you can support us. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash the K3. And by becoming a member, you will get a calendar with weekly updates and also Jen's blog filled with her K-Drama thoughts. You can also find us on YouTube. If you go into our archive, we have years of K-Dramas to recommend for you. And talk to us there as well on our community tab. We also have a discount for a VPN service. So if you are dying to get your K-dramas that are airing only on Disney Plus in Asia, you can use our VPN. It keeps your devices safe. Just look for the code in the description below. So since we're kind of talking about our super favorites and what you guys can kind of get caught up on, as you all know, we can't we can't do a favorites on Vicky without talking about Isang Yoon. <laughs> The man Jen loves the most. The most. Uh, I couldn't even tell you why. It's not like his projects are that good, but I adore him. <laughs> oh, I well, adore him. Yes. <laughs> we always have such great hope. We always do. Mm-hmm. And it always, 90% of the time, spirals out of control and is terrible. Yes. But I adore him. Yes. So if you guys ever want to jump on and understand my VIP angst. <gasps> VIP. VIP is on. Vicky and Coco. It's him and Jang Ra. Mm-hmm. Married. Uh, they're married and they were hot. And they worked together. And they worked together. And then it all blew up. That's right. And I've never been more angry <laughs> in my life about a show. <laughs> I was so angry. I, I remember the feeling of needing, <laughs> right? needing it every yeah, Monday every, night. Oh my God, right? Because because we know how great K-dramas 
are with the cliffhangers. Oh my God. Which is why if if you're new to K-dramas and you're starting to binge, our recommendation is to turn off the episode halfway through. Don't go to the end when it's 2.30 in the morning because there will be a cliffhanger and then you're going to turn on, you're going to keep watching. You're going to have to find out what happens next because it's right there and waiting for you. That's right. And if you need to get up in the morning, yeah. it's a bad idea. Such a bad <laughs> idea. VIP will make you sleepless because up until that halfway turn, when the big reveal occurs, there are so many moments where you're just like, wait, no, it can't be. It can't be. No, it can't be. Oh my God. Is it? Is it? It's not a whodunit. It's a who is it? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I don't want to give too much away. No. It's like, oh. And then like the whole ending, like I do seriously just, if you guys do watch it, please let me know. I need to talk to people about it because the (laughs) ending, I'm still like, Oh God, really? Okay. Painful. So, it's so painful. Yes. But he was really good in it. Him and Dengler are really, really were matched well, I yes. thought. Uh-huh. I'd like to see them in a happier show together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my big thing. Also, if you're also a big uh, Lee Sung Yoon fan, as I am, um, Masters in the House is that the first season with him and Lee Sung Gi and Yuk Sung Jae again mm-hmm. and Young Se Hyung those four guys together, it was hilarious and it was heartfelt. And there was just a lot of really good stuff. There were just moments where it was hilarious and moments where you just really liked the guys. It was just a real, I really highly recommend that one. If you're looking for just kind of some easy watching without a lot of drama involved. <laughs> so, yeah. And then one of his better dramas. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy. Won the woman. Yes. With Ihani. They also had amazing chemistry. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, he's so dry. Yeah. And she's so not. <laughs> like, it just worked really well. Her kind of wacky mm-hmm. is just the best because it's unexpected. Yes. You know, she's a former Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Right? Yeah. Miss Korea. Like, the ultimate Korean woman, yeah. you know, plays the traditional instrument. Beautiful. And then she's like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you're like, what just happened? And that's amazing. Yeah. I love, love her. Yeah. Yes. So I felt like he is such a stoic guy like usually like he's just a stoic dude yeah if you watch if you watch masters in the house it's not that he's like doesn't have a personality but he's just not wacky wacky (laughs) is not a word used to describe him and she is and so one the woman was i thought a really nice melding of those two styles yes and she plays two characters so um and her her suits were amazing and the flashy apartments were amazing it's just there was so much good stuff and there's you know it's mystery and there's crime and there's fashion it was just it was a lot of fun it was fun now that we're talking about i think i might have to do that as a rewatch soon you know the one i want to rewatch is actually a film that he appears in called okay madam it's also on vicky and tubi Mm -hmm. and is he (laughs) speaking of stoic he has a a small role yeah more than a cameo Mm -hmm. i what i love about that is i watched some interviews with him and he was like i just really wanted to he's always trying to like become a better actor and i love that about him like he left masters in the house to like do theater yeah until he's in a play for the last two or three years yes and then he wanted to try comedy which is why he did okay madam and he wanted to be a villain and so that's why he also did that but yeah so that's why i loved him in that so Mm -hmm. he wasn't a main lead but it was a lot of fun because he was so he was so playing against type yes unexpected yeah so what was the first k-drama that really did it for you with him Oh, oh, that was on the way to the airport. Yes. Oh my God, I love that. That was, that is where I was like, hello, Isang Yoon. Yes, I will watch anything you're in. And I have <laughs> every single one of them to the very bitter end. 
So and summer's terrible, but this one was not. So on the way to the airport is not on Vicky. It is, it is, it is uh, we can't recommend where to find it because it's only on unlicensed mm-hmm. sites. But if you do stumble on it and use our VPN, then this is, how shall I say it? Um, kind of haunting in a way. <gasps> yeah. Like it starts with, it's such a tragic beginning mm-hmm. of what brings these two people together mm-hmm. and then it's just about i mean it's i think it's the epitome of the korean healing drama uh right n- not um yeah i guess so well we tend to think of healing dramas as um well you see because there's an affair Yes. And so that I know for a lot of people, they don't want to see infidelity at all. So just know that that's what this is about. But the affair itself is about like that. It is about healing Mm -hmm. sort of. So, I mean, it's 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 a little (laughs) dicey for sure. But yeah. Yeah. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, because her husband was terrible. And we love Shin Sun Rock, but he was a terrible husband. Oh, yes. He was the worst. Yes. And his wife, who actually is also the sister from Flower of Evil. Flower of Evil. Which you can watch on Vicky. You can also watch it on a struck company, but we recommend watching it on Vicky instead. That's right. Um, and so I remember when I first saw her, I was like, oh, mm, she's terrible. And then I saw her and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, there was a lot of, I thought that it was a, just a very mature drama. Oh, definitely. And definitely. so maybe that's what drew me to it to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Oh, God, I loved On the Way to the Airport so much. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> so. Well, what I like about him is there have been a, some dramas, but for the most part, he is co-starring with uh, women in his age group. <laughs> yes. I mean, there are a couple where they're quite young. Right. They're, yeah. They're usually terrible. Yeah. The ones that I think, and maybe it's because of how old we are, but the ones that I think A, do well, and B, get the best, re, I think, response are mm-hmm. the ones that he does with women that are of his age. Yeah. In his age bracket. Yes. Yeah. So we really loved him with Jang Nara. Yes. And she is truly one of our favorites. Yes. All right, so let's just wrap it up. Let's talk about some Jang Nara yes. dramas, and then we will send you guys on your way to support the strike. What is your favorite Jang Nara drama that someone can actually watch? My favorite is actually, well, I've got two. Okay. There's Fated to Love You with, with, your, with, with Jang Hyuk. <laughs> yes. But it's, 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 t- it's, a, it's of another era. I think it would be really hard to watch now. Okay. It was not that long ago, but the, the tropey tropes are really kind yeah. of a lot lot to deal with um but it is one of my favorites and i watched it pretty early on in my k-drama so it was fun it was discovering all of these ridiculous tropes of course you know he's a che ball and he was out of control at the beginning but you know it's a ridiculous storyline they sleep together she get you know it was a one night stand this magical thing happens where he thinks she's somebody his girlfriend she looks like his girlfriend but someone cast a spell is very odd what because then the rest that's the only it's like the secret garden like weird suddenly they're doing body switching but wait, yes, what exactly what? and it really doesn't happen? it doesn't play into the rest of the drama mm-hmm. so it's just this momentary device weird. so that she could get pregnant so that they could end up together and he's a chayball so it's like well he has to marry her and so she's in this mansion and it's just like but the two of them together right the two of them together so good so good so good but the other one i recommend is go back couple 
You've always loved that one. Yes. It's about a couple in distress and then they wake up and they're back in college. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, he works so hard. She works so hard. And the two of them are no longer communicating. They're taking each other for granted. Does he take her for granted more than she takes him? I don't know. But they find themselves with a do-over. You know, they get to go back as a couple. So now they're back in college and and Janky Young catches her eye. <laughs> Love it. But he's such a typical second male lead. It's like they did not let the man have a personality at all. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like, you know, he's the military rep on campus or something like that. So he's just very, very straight back walk. You know, it's, it's very silly, though, and very fun. And there's some kind of big life lessons about finding yourself and who you are and finding your worth and what defines that. So it's like, do you stay in this life where you get to redo it? But your child is in the other life. Sure. And so what are you yeah, going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, Interesting. And the husband was uh, Sun Ho Jun. Yes. I like him a lot. Yes. I can't believe I haven't watched this one. It's a good one. And it's only 12 episodes. Oh, and it's on Cocoa and Vicky. Let's check that one out. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. it. And then finally... <laughs> Jen. My favorite genre, uh, drama is Sell Your Haunted House. Yes. So good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even understand why it was so good. Like, as we sit, exactly. Maybe that's what it was. But as we sit here right now, I'm like, mm -hmm. what made it so good? Like, mm -hmm. she's just, all she is is like a, she's like a ghost hunter. Yes. But the opening scene of her in her all black leather mm -hmm. and her coat and, and her, her nails. nails and her stabby, like, crystal <laughs> Like it was, I was in, just entranced from the jump mm -hmm. on that. Like yeah. it was just so freaking good. And the story progressed so well. And then her co-star was Jung Young-wa. Mm -hmm. He was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like there was no actual romance, but they kind of teased a romance, but it never, you know, it didn't like bog the story down, yes. which was amazing. Mm -hmm. And so it was just this great, just a, just a great story with a lot of ghosts and like <laughs> evil people. And then you had... Kang Magum, yes. who was her assistant. It was just, it was a great cast and it was a great story. And I think I watched that like back to back. Like that's how much joy it brought me. You know what? I think it was just like really well defined. It didn't try, like it didn't overextend itself. Mm -hmm. It didn't bring in all these other extraneous plots. You know, it's just in the small corner of Seoul. And it just, it, it like, it was kind of this clearly defined world because mm -hmm. it can get out of control when you're dealing with demons and ghosts and you know, rituals and things. Right? So, yeah. And I think you're right. Like, I feel like it was just the story. Yeah. Right. It didn't have like this subplot and that subplot. And then we're going to go over here. It was like, it was the story. She wanted to know why her mom died and what all that entailed. Yes. We went from A to B to C and that's how we ended up at the end. And it was, it was really, really well done. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. That's a big recommend oh, that one. Such a big recommend. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, my God, this was a lot of fun. I have so many things to go rewatch now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of shows to keep you busy on Vicky and Cocoa. There really are, yes. guys. So once again, thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, as far as just the industry in general, we really need to make sure that the people who are creating the art get paid for the art and not all of it going into the big CEO's banks. Uh, and so with that being said, thanks so much, you guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you for watching us. Be sure to talk to us on social media. Uh, support us at Kofi. Get our VPN because you need it to protect your stuff, your yeah. devices. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much, you guys. Bye. Bye.